then you ready? One, two, two, three, four. Snoop Dogg, Dogg, and Dr. Dre is at the door. Five, four, three, two, one, you're live. So back on up, because you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me a microphone first, so I can bust like a bubble. It's me and Isaac at the Parkway Automotive Studios. Now you know you're in trouble. I just stole all that from a music song. Dream Show Live. From from a music song. <laughs> <laughs> a song that is music. You heard it here first. So um, we're here. We're live. And we lied last week. We said we weren't gonna be here again. We we are here again. Um one more. One, one more. The way things work is you have to take stuff apart and put it back together in other places. And if you take it apart before the other place is ready for you to put it back together, then you don't have it at all. So the prudent move was to kind of hold off and leave this here for us. I know it's not your usual 10-ish time frame unless you're somewhere around, you know, Texas, probably around 10-ish for you-ish. Yeah, yeah, I guess Midwest. Between the, yeah, between the West 30. Coast. West Coast is around 10 a.m., right? It's like 9.30. Y'all yeah. up? Y'all up? What's up, everybody? Sometimes they miss us out there on the West. Is that, I don't know. Is that a thing? It is now. People are doing it all over the place. <laughs> Man, what's up with you? Uh, not much. On the road a lot. There's just, a lot of just things saw you like today. in developments. Like, yeah. This Tell is, me something developing. Uh, I mean, there's, of course, what we always should kick this show off with talking about is that the link in the notes about the Jedi Archive. Oh, I'm why gonna, is that important? Uh, because you're putting your class uh, bank, if you will, the El Jefe stash. Up. Uh, informationals. Yeah, that's, it's been kind of interesting because I've been going through and editing those classes and like cl- trimming things down that are going in because I got a lot of stuff from like when we first started working together and that's kind of what's going up in that archive right now. And it's kind of interesting to see what you've developed from your teaching style from then to now. Like just seeing you as a coach and seeing the different ways that you used to teach certain concepts. And now you found that like, uh, maybe that didn't catch in the room or you're teaching the same concept to the same people two years later or a year and a half later. And so it's like this new perspective that you look at. It's kind of cool to watch the development. Well, cause to me, it's always the same stuff. I mean, a lot of times I know I show different things and then, like it, it is different for sure now than it was when we first opened in a lot of ways. And it's, it's easy to forget, I guess now, but the pandemic and being basically unsure of what was going to happen kind of pushed me into a different mind state. Uh, and I think like a lot of people were at that time, you know, feeling different than they had before and maybe even do now about, what we were supposed to be doing with life and you know, the way that, the way that we should be treating each other and the way that we act and, and do things or whatever, you know, um, and being unsure that we, we may ever get back out there and be able to do and use jujitsu the way that, that I had become accustomed to using it, like out comp- competitions and traveling and training and, and meeting a bunch of new people and different things like that. Uh, yeah, because this is the first like full year back that there the only things out there were like the super hush hush stuff. I mean, yeah, it wasn't even really, PGF wasn't until what last? It started in the it started in the mid mid pandemic mid yeah. end of the first year, I think. Yeah, um, so like that's been crazy. 
It's been a wild couple of years. We're, we're, we're barely coming up on our two years of the school uh, in June 1st. Uh, we, it would have been April 1st, but the joke was on me. Uh, played myself, and the world shut down, you know. So, so my personal thought was, man, I just wanted to have a place where everybody could have fun, be together, build a community, and, and you know, just, just try to get the vibes right with everybody. And the jujitsu was going to end up good, like no matter what. Like I, I had a, I had a, in my heart, I knew that no matter what we did, the jujitsu was going to end up good. But early, I wanted it to be more, more about fun and playing it loose and having a good time and not really trying to kill each other and 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 make it so rough on everybody all the time because, man, things were already pretty rough all over for a lot of people and most of our people were brand new. Uh, so it was kind of hard to to press on the competition buttons to get people going because there wasn't any. There were no competitions, there no, like, yeah. There was no way to say to the white belts, hey, guys, we got this beginner thing coming up in six weeks. We can all kind of start getting ready for, as a team, a bunch of white belts going somewhere together like that that are big, brand new. That's kind of fun, you know, get right. five or six people like that together. But we didn't have that opportunity, so I didn't I didn't think about any of that. I didn't even press it, stress it or on anyone or talk about it, really, except for the fact that, you you could compete eventually, maybe if things if it came oh, back if it, if it comes back. Because uh, I mean, those competitions you're talking about that the guys like could go run into and 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 have a chance to get a couple matches in every other weekend or that like the Nagas, the New, new Breeds, breeds the all those like AGFs, AGFs like stuff. yeah, none of none of those were happening mm -hmm. at all. No, not at all for a while. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. So it, it just really, I, I feel like I, I looking back, I know that I was doing things differently than, than I am now because I didn't know how things were going to turn out at all. Um, now we have had people that want to compete and we have had people that have gone out and competed and we have people that are showing more and more interest in competition as, as we grow, which is, I think the case is, have is, you had any students that have surprised you that you were like, Oh, he's not going to really, or she, or like, they're, they're not going to be interested in competing. And then all of a sudden they're like, want somebody that's like, Oh, I want to compete. I mean, you don't have to name them, but like, I'm trying to think specifically. I don't, I don't know if anybody's really stood out. That's the thing is like, we haven't really had that yet. The opportunities really haven't developed yet. It's just now coming uh, back. Right. Cause like, like we're Alyssa about, did yeah. the, the match at, uh, Toro, Toro Club in, in North Carolina and we, and we went out to a new breed and we went out to a, a good fight tournament which is a little small tournament and then we had some guys go to Rush Cup or whatever uh, but I think everybody that's competed so far it's not a surprise I guess I would say that they all eventually they, they were all kind of I think they would have all to. done it at one point uh, already so I uh, I'm looking at the next level for us as a school. So I think that's where the, the instruction stuff is changing. I think playing it loose like we were was not wrong at all. It's yeah. still, I still don't think it's wrong from time to time or day to day or class to class or whatever to have that going on. But a lot of people are talking about and had been talking about what high-level people were doing. Mm. And it started getting a little frustrating. It's like, Y'all don't need to do that yet. Y'all want to go all the way over to this, uh, this stuff. And, like, I know the highest level people in the world are doing that, but you're not there yet. Are you talking about, like, like moves? Or are you talking about, like, the ways that they train? Like, I think a lot of it was just, like, systems. Okay, okay. That 
were fine, but they weren't really the things I was trying to plug into everybody early in, in the way things were going. I think everybody just wanted, and it's, it's trendy. Everything that's trendy is always what is kind of going. And like back in the day in MMA, if you'd see somebody like, Machida finished with that front kick or whatever, and then everybody started trying to throw front kicks, and and then like you know just whatever spinning wheel Con- kicks, everybody spinning wheel kicks, you counter know shoulder I mean? bumps, yeah. So <laughs> it's just like whatever the thing is, everybody's oh, and they, and they go all off on it, and then it's not ever what you thought it was when you when you go all of that, and, and so chasing trends is not a sustainable like model for a career for anyone chasing trends like that, trying to stay up to date on more of what's trendy instead of what's like consistently solid and, and works not a hundred percent of the time, but more universally accepted higher percentage. body, body to body person to person. This works more often than other things do in this same situation. Like efficiency type. Yeah. yeah. And so thinking like, you know, the Kimura and then learning how we use the Kimura last two years ago in that whole flow that we were doing uh, was great or whatever. But then now when I see people go through some of that stuff, they're missing what I think are like important chunks of information because we were just moving through it so fast sometimes. And I think that that's almost a more intermediate advanced level kind of learning that we were doing right away. Okay, so like the information was like more of an intermediate level of information, and so that it gave them the application work. wasn't there yet, right? But we were just moving through it without having to worry about people actually getting away too much and like really having to hold people and really needing it when you really, you know, you, it was always just for fun, and we were just like flow rolling around and stuff like that. And so then when I started seeing people progress or whatever, and then they're coming to me with an issue like I can't get. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, going, or this person is always way too much for me to handle for XYZ reason or whatever, stuff like this. And it's like, well, listen, man, you gotta, you gotta tighten up the clamp, just clamp down. And they're like, I don't, I don't, I don't know how, basically. And it's like, well, shit, we've talked about that. Like, we talked about it a lot, but we talked about it in the sense of making movements happen instead of letting it play itself out the way that it naturally could and should or would. Uh, for example, um, you have a young, exciting blue belt that's a smaller weight class. Uh, and then someone who's a older, heavyweight black belt rolling together for a 10-minute round. You let the older, heavyweight black belt pass your guard and get on top and side, you're, you're probably there for a, a good majority of that whole thing. And they're not going to do anything else until you do something else that's going to give them something easy to take with them or whatever. But a lot of people are conditioned to just be rolling to roll. and Making the movements and just moving. He's supposed to be doing something else. It's like, no, he's supposed to be stapling you to the mat, controlling you, and then looking for the easiest way to finish this thing possible. Yeah. And for some people, maybe it is scrambling around and looking for quick kill finishes and stuff like that because that's what they train the most and, and different things like that. So well, time that's limit. fine. Time limits create the time that, limit right? creates yeah. most yeah. of that. But that's what I'm saying. So like you, you only played into a four minute round because you've been a white belt or a five minute round because right. you're a white belt. Uh, now coach turns on ten minute rounds. You can't play the same game and expect to get it's out. A clean. Different. You can't do it the same way. You can't run the whole time. You got to learn to jog at least. Right, you gotta learn how to walk and not get past, 
right? That, 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 it's a bunch of weird things when the when the time changes or when the rules change as far as points or no points or what constitutes legal or illegal in certain scenarios. It, it really changes everything. And so as the school has advanced, some of the things that we didn't talk about early because it really wasn't the most important thing then have started to become the most important thing now to me because I think that's where most of the people are having trouble. It's just with some of the very basic stuff that like to me is boring in a lot of ways, you know, and I, I have to battle my own personal, like, I don't know what the word for that is, but just anxiousness maybe to want to just, I, I, that's why I fuss at y'all about that because I'm the same person. I was the same way. I wanted to rush, rush, rush right to the end. I wanted to get to the thing and get my blue belt. I want to get my purple I wanna belt. Finish. I want to get my brown be, belt. Yeah. I want to be a black belt. And then as soon as I got my black belt, it was like, well, dang, now I don't know anything. I wish I would have took some time to learn more. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then, but right before I got it, I felt like I knew way more than I needed to know to have my black belt and had earned it and everything. And I still did and do feel like I earned yeah. it or whatever. But then you see the knowledge gap once that curtain gets pulled back again. It's almost you know? like you have to get good enough to realize how bad you suck at this thing. You don't know what you yeah. don't know, man. Yeah. You don't know what you don't know. And if you've never really experienced it in a certain way, then you don't believe that. You know, and so until someone has passed your guard, took side control and held you there for eight of 10 minutes, you, you don't have a response for that built in. That's good because you yeah. never had to do it. Yeah. You know, or the first time somebody's laying on top of you and Mount or whatever, and they're smashing on you hard or whatever, if your initial reaction is to start reaching start up, panicking, like and it's, pushing, it's over, yeah, it's yeah, over. Yeah. right? And so normally that would work in some scenarios, but when you get against the person that's not going to play that style, then what do you do? Well, the answer has to be different than it was before. Yeah. And this is what's always worked. Well, this is not going to work anymore. This has been, this this particular thing has served you well up to this point. Now we must add information to this or add more to this, or now we must move down a different path because this path is now not the best path anymore. We can come back to it. And once we have more information, we're even going to like, you may not even need me to teach you the next part of this one sequence. Because it I, may click it, just organically. One, the thing about this is going to be the thing about something else that's going to help you click. Right. Like the same way you do it from the top is the same way that you'll do it from the bottom. You just got gravity working for or against you. Which at that point, it's that. Like you just need the data input. Like you have to have just run, gotta it run enough it. times. You just got to yeah. run it. And that's where we're at now too is just like, you know, it's not the every class is not a competition class. And that's what I'm saying. It's like for me now, structuring which classes are which kind of class is, is mm -hmm. what's important. So uh, that the student understands. Or just so that everybody comes in and you're not getting blindsided by this whole big flurry of motion and ideas and crazy stuff and use your first class yeah, or first yeah, couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah. Whereas if it's the intermediate or advanced kind of class or whatever, it's like, mm, I expect you to have all these prerequisite things understood that I'm going over now i guess basically for a lot of people where where to put your elbows how it's to like frame. english 102 how then you, you got to go to 101 right before, exactly yeah. like how do you frame and then where do you do this and then why would you do this it's like all those questions have to be answered first before you really start getting advanced you could be doing advanced you can do advanced movements as a white belt but you are not advanced because you don't understand it well enough to to be advanced even if you do it 
fast and good and, and, phenomenal, and, and yeah, even know what yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you may yeah, be even yeah. advanced at that one system or one set of, of movements. Concepts. But then once that pattern gets broken, you're a white belt beginner again or novice even if you haven't understood. So that's even stuff. talking about the savant. Like the, the, the reason that like the wrestlers bridge that gap is because they've been in those physical positions just in a different context. Yep, so not, they're just learning the context. Mm -hmm. Whereas somebody who's brand new who's never felt that position, it's it's new every time right so for example like a turtle attacking the turtle when the mm -hmm. when the wrestler or a former wrestler or somebody that has wrestled mm -hmm. is in turtle and you're on top versus trying to play that against somebody who's never wrestled it's two different things they're right. going to play it very differently so when i come out there and uh we have like seth coming out for the demo his reaction is still typically that like wrestler kind of red. he's gonna sit out and try to he's gonna try to turn back into you yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like those are all those are all really good things and so for me thankfully i can do it in the middle of the classroom and i felt those reactions develop enough times that i can show you how to counter that mm -hmm. but then i can also show you how to counter and open up the guy who's trying to stay super tight and is not moving and trying to stay buried because if you're all both used to just wrestling around and scrambling and moving then when the guy just stops, what are you going to do? You're going to dive over his back and like front roll over him and end up on the bottom and north south probably, yeah. you know. So it's just like we have to slow down some now in order to understand the slow game when somebody forces you out of your lane or whatever, yeah. you know. Because and not that everybody in the school's been fast or whatever. Like I've like I've taught the slow style the whole time, you know. But a lot of people in general still just like to move to the end of the knowledge gap or knowledge that they have they want to run through the whole series they want to do the trick they know and so what i was doing was showing the whole thing right away just trying to show the whole flow and then spend most of the class trying to polish that one whole flow and so now i'm trying to get it to where we add incrementally to what the whole flow could kind of be for for the class and then i, I can take a second and like analyze who's in the class each time between each break. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm looking around and I'm seeing who's doing this well in the way that I'm asking for. And then who or how many people are missing it and what are they missing more people? What are more people missing overall? And then what's causing maybe this make Isaac to miss it. Isaac's missing it, but he's missing it for a different reason than everybody else is. So I'm going to go talk to you one-on-one -on -one for a second and then I'm going to bring everybody else back in and talk about the big picture that thing one, that I felt like everybody's yeah. kind of missing. And so that's, I think, the next level of it because everybody's ready for some one-on-one -on -one coaching about things in the moment. Where Sp that they're specifically running into. Stop, 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 because, stop, stop yeah, right here. Yeah. You don't need to go any further forward because it looks like on this body type, you're about to slide right off. I would back off if I was you and turn and do the other thing because against this, it doesn't look good. Yeah, it looks like you're about to lose the position, but against another body type it looks like it, you know i know for sure that's what i would do so that's a big part of it like a certain partner could have a body type that makes this specific sequencing tough yeah or, or they could subconsciously be defending it in a way oh just like they're given reactions that aren't necessarily yeah. real because you know what they know about what they're to trying do. to do yeah. so you're like all right well, i'm just gonna not let him get this arm and like, it's like well, then I'm just going to choke you right here and, and crush you. Or so, take your back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, is that you're giving yeah. me something even way easier because you're trying to play the game out in the drill. So 
having those conversations with individuals that I think a lot of times it's just kind of subconscious. You know what I mean? You don't really know what to do a lot of times. You're trying to be a good teammate, so you're you're going through the resistance like I asked. So how are you a good how are you a good teammate when you're the receiver of a drill? Like how like it, you don't want to feed them because so that's giving them a fake. Well, you got to be the uke. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. You do want to feed them a little bit in the beginning. Right. And then you do need to feed them in the way that the resistance has to go the way that the resistance was coached to go. Yeah. Right. It's like, if you go, you could go either way, but if I tell you to go left and then you purposely just go right, then the move's not going to work. They're going to have to do something else would just work. So if I'm asking you to go left, just try to go left, man. Just, just try to do what I'm asking. And I know that it's hard to understand sometimes as the, that partner, as the uke, what to do. Like, what do you want me to like posture up? It's like, well, I can't posture up because you're holding me down. It's like, well, I, yeah. So then I have to learn how to let you move too. Right. So we can right, both move right, together. Right. If I'm holding your posture right, you shouldn't be able to posture up. So it's like, well, you're not letting me posture up, bro. And it's like, okay. All right. So then y'all talk about what 50% is each to each other. Yeah. And now you do it and you try to match him at what you think 50% is moving this way. Is now, how did that go? Well, and holding the guy out too, like holding out on somebody on a drill, like that's not making either right. one of y'all exactly. better. Exactly. Yeah. So, like the people that want to like defend everything, sometimes it's just like, dude, let me do the move. Just yeah. stop for a second. I don't know what's happening, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes they're not trying; that they they don't mean anything by it. A lot of times, it's not like a they're being a jerk and not letting you get reps on purpose. The newer guy seems to be tense. Like right. They're, they're, they're afraid. They're, they're, they're they scared. don't want to get choked. Yeah. They don't want to get their arm cranked yeah. on. They don't want to get their shoulder hurt. They don't know exactly. They don't know what's going to happen, man. That's what I mean. Is like you tell a guy to like sit on somebody's chest, slide up, put your knees under his armpits, and then he's going to like turn and he's going to sit on you and then extend your arm out completely back. Just chill. Just hang out. Just let Just it chill. Happen. <laughs> it's cool. You know what I mean? So that take that takes a level of understanding too. And I think with all of us being so new and in the situation we were in, like I said, we got to go through that part of it really, really well, taking care of each other and understanding how we do it at a lighter level of understanding and teaching and, and like stuff. But now we're getting more towards the martial side with a lot of people. And now we've got to really have those conversations where people are, are being honest with each other and themselves about what's happening. Like, if you have me, you got me, man. And if I tap early because you got me, don't be upset. Like, you tapped before I got it. It's like, well, yeah, I knew you, you, I, I knew you had I it. I knew you had it. I've seen this. Like, I've seen this play. Yeah. And if you want to finish the rep out, then you can ask them, hey, can I finish that out next time I go through? Just like, if you tap or whatever, let me finish or something like that. Or one of my favorite things to see is if you've been, like, schooling somebody with a particular, like, set of something – after you start to hit it, stop, and then let them work their way out of it. Right. From Watch what the rewind looks like. Let them work their way out of it once or twice or whatever. And then guess what that's going to do? That's going to have to make you be better too because now they know how to get out of your thing that you've been doing to them, so now that's not going to work exactly the same anymore. Right. So now you had to add a, add a part two to your move. Oh, I don't want to teach them how to do against my best move or whatever. It's like, But you do, though, because you're going to hurt yourself if you don't teach your teammate how to beat you at your own game. 
That's the teaching your the, yeah. at the same level teaching your students. Like you want your students to eventually beat you. Yeah, right. I, I love that. I mean, things have happened like where people have countered me with stuff, and it's like, oh damn, I taught you that. I didn't realize you were knowing that yet. <laughs> Good job. Like they'd never done it before right. to me in other situations or something, and then they hit it, and it's like, okay, cool. You're paying attention. I appreciate that. You know, but then now I'll know to play it tighter next time that we're coming through on that same series. My favorite thing to do is to go in rooms like yours or go in like Brandon's and use some of y'all's favorite, like use your arm triangle setup or use Brandon's like punch joke or something mm-hmm. on like y'all's people. Their people. Like it's fun. <laughs> it's tough. Cause they work through, like it's, it's crazy how people can absorb a game like that. Yeah, they can. <clears throat> I mean, well you, you, it's just what you're around the most, right? Yeah. It's like everything else that you do. You're the, you're the sum of those five people you roll with the most. Basically, I guess, or yeah, five I guess that drilling partners or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And that's been a thing too, is having to talk about drilling. Like drilling should be crisp. You should be looking for crisp movement. You should be looking for quick returns to the position after whatever's been done to, to restart because you're building endurance in that way. You build reps up and you're building your cardio. You're building, and I'm not saying that goes spaz cardio or whatever. It's not like Matt cardio. Yeah. But yeah. just like, keep moving through it you know how you get better at doing like a low lunge and holding it you do a low lunge and hold it or whatever or like squatting over somebody is like practicing squatting over somebody and holding yourself up you know uh practice moving around this way that's the only way you're going to get better at this stuff or it's just going to be an accident a lot of times and i can vividly remember a lot of things that i could do that were just like accidental and i was like but i can i can like recreate it somehow and then i was like and this is what i was telling um like jay for example uh shield recently was like yeah you know you're making all these things happen you're not really sure why or where it's coming from but it's salvaging it out of the chaos because you're you're such a you're such a killer man you're a g and i recognize that you know so let's start thinking about that now that you're a blue belt instead of like when i was probably a late purple belt is when i started thinking about codifying it you, you already are running through these sets on your own, and I see you running through them several times. Do you know what you're trying to do next, 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 or are you just figuring it out? You're just making it up while you go. And so then, like, not in a bad way, but start making, like, tally marks or whatever on something that's like, okay, got my front headlock today. Three people escaped. Two people I finished. One person ended up having to get to their back. One per, you know what I mean? Just, yeah. like, whatever. What, how did that happen? How do you separate and that? And you got to be a nerd. It will, how do you is is that the, the, you might be headed down that of like how do you separate the fact that like are you because there's the idea of like going in there and like head counting of like this is how many taps I got in this match and like there's that conversation and then there's like what you're talking about is like how do you is it because you approach it systematically that makes it so different? that's the difference yeah that's that's okay. what I'm saying is like you're approaching it from more of a learning standpoint than a what worked a, what a didn't victory work. like wins wins and losses standpoint or whatever like it's okay to count taps I guess man to like make yourself feel good and, and different things like that and but eventually the the scale has been swung the other way on on the other people too so just know that you're not out there doing something that other people haven't done to you in a, in a lot of ways yeah, like so, so it's it's like somebody that else could be a two way street too. you know yeah. what i'm saying so like we're teammates in this way like i may i'll count submissions in tournaments or whatever and keep track of stuff like that maybe that's, that's different yeah. that, but that's what yeah. i'm saying but like in class we're trying to learn we're trying to help each other out. So like I just said, like if I'm tapping you like relentlessly like that, 
I want to tell you how to stop letting me do that now. now that wasn't always me. That right. wasn't always, like this is this is okay. educated Steven out here telling you what I would do now versus when I was a blue belt. I was out there. I almost plotted a guy fifteen times in a round because he didn't know how to defend it, and I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and I did it for like yeah. weeks. Every time yeah. we'd roll, I would just almost plot him, and I never. And then the coach just was like screaming at him telling him what to do and he he couldn't stop it yeah and so then that just like i was like all right i'm just gonna keep doing it until because now he needs to know what he's doing and like coach was sitting there coaching through it and he still couldn't get out of my oma plata and i wasn't even a great oma, I'm, i couldn't have been yeah at that point but just better than whatever he was because we were both terrible white belts you just had a wee bit more knowledge yeah, yeah of whatever that was something had happened and i had seen how the oma plata worked and understood it and had like a big epiphany and he was not there yet and so mm whatever that three months or whatever it was I had more than him was just like, and I just almost plotted him to death every single time until eventually he just did something else, you know? Um, now I would tell you, like I said, now I like, I'll stop and, you know, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to try yeah, yeah, yeah. talk people through if, stuff. If, if you've wrecked them with it like five times in a row and it's worked and they're making the same mistake, like mm -hmm. you'll be like, all right, look, it's not even fun anymore. Yeah. To do that. That's not fun. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Kind of like that. It's like, I want you to have a chance to make this more competitive in some ways or yeah. whatever. You know, like it's like playing golf against somebody like with your handicap. You know what I mean? You just give yourself a little handicap somehow. Yeah. Let, let it keep keep working, you know. Like am I wrong from my standpoint, especially when somebody's more experienced than me, I found that like I've subconsciously done this and then like I started doing it kind of consciously later on in my career, but like if I'm getting caught in something Sometimes in the role, if I realize that it's that much of a difference, I'll just start going to that thing that they keep killing me with just to, to run through it, it, like to run through it mm -hmm. a five, six. All right. All right, Scaff, you're going to choke me 26 times. I'm going to get choked 26 times as mm -hmm. deep as I can get to try to get try out to of it, it and out. see what happens and figure out what is happening. What's on the other side. Like, yeah. is that a wrong approach or is that just, that's a approach? That's an approach. Yeah. It will probably, it could be better to, I mean, if it's, I'll in, ask if, a question afterwards, yeah, that's what I like, say. Yeah. If it's already in the role or whatever, then yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine, man. Like putting yourself in bad situations or in situations that you're not good at. Not even to, really on purpose. Like when I mentioned somebody like Scaff, like he's going to put me in that bad position. No, that's what I mean. And so it's just, like, all right, used to trying to work it out. Try either. to work you it all the way no through. have no other option yeah. anyway. Yeah. So. Or give them a terrible role. And yeah. I guess I feel like I give you a better role if I'm like, all right, I'm going to run straight at your spear and see and what it looks do like. do something different though then. Like change. And that's, that's what I'm saying. So like now it's not, all right. I don't know how other people are going to feel about this. It's not your job to make sure he has a good role in that way. Okay. Bore him. That Try to hide from whatever it is. Chase yeah. something okay. and rover. That would so also maybe be that's another. That's also okay. educational okay. to him because you're just running into a sword. He's just like, this idiot. Huh. That's an interesting. So, I, I hadn't thought so, about it. Like sit back and play defense. Like like I would say against Richie and stuff like that. It's, like, it's not that I automatically win if I sit down. But if I walk straight into his sit-up guard, he's going to beat me every time. But if I pull guard and get, I can sweep and maybe get around his guard while I'm sweeping rather than try to pass his guard straight up, which is basically impossible without just relentless work back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So, yes and no. Like, mm -hmm. I, I did that. Mm -hmm. I kept mm -hmm. going to it, and I got good enough at defending his rubber guard that other people's. Right, because like, it'll make somebody that, else's so seem saying. like a breeze, right. But then when I wanted to uh, try to win, 
So when you're trying to beat that person, that's the best. Well, I needed to give him an education too. And like, all right, well, somebody ain't going to do this. They're not going to play your game. not going to play your game. Yeah. You're going to play another game now. And then now he's got a really good top game. Not that it wasn't before, but like in these years since then, he's made that mental shift in himself too to realize, oh, I got to, I got to have a holistic game. Like his, he knows his guards there, so he's not worried about it. And now he can threaten his top game just like crazy and get a lot of kills from there too and have really good control because if somebody's going crazy, they're just going to roll right into his best stuff on his back again. So he did it the opposite way that I tried to do it, kind of where I went from super control guy to try to be more dynamic. His philosophy and style was more dynamic the whole time and now slowing it down, getting into the control spots and different things like that more. Because it mattered more at that point than it used to. Used to, it didn't matter as much. And it's not right or wrong. It's just an interesting thing. And he's the person that first had that or said that where I heard it of the idea of like learning advanced movements at white belt is is not wrong or whatever. Like you'll get good at the advanced movements fast. And then those will be your basics when you get to a certain level. But you always have to learn the basics but at some point. There's a gap somewhere. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. There'll, there'll still be a gap on you can't go fast and slow. So you gotta practice both. And so if you're going fast or slow, you know, only. And so like that's the and then even when you're learning, you can't learn it that way. You can't learn both. I was gonna say, like as as a gym owner then I can't teach you both. How that, do you that's why guarantee you what you see. That's yeah. why you see what you see in those videos. Cause sometimes I have to coach against myself a couple months ago. Because mm-hmm. everybody's mm-hmm. doing the thing that I said really well, and people are getting beat up by the thing I said a couple months ago. It's like, all right, now it's I like, got to teach the counter. Show you how yeah. easy it is to beat that stuff. You know what I mean? It's like I just crap all over my own favorite stuff. <laughs> this is yeah, okay. And so that's what I mean, though. Like that's that's the that's the art. It's like I know every fallacy in my own story before anybody else does. Most of the time. Like a lot of times people ask me a question, but usually you you notice that it's just that they're moving into a different system more than it's a different something else. When, when I f- get stumped on something, it's kind of like a, mm, that's just moving a different way. Than we I would thought. just be doing yeah, something different. Just doing something yeah. different. It's yeah. not really like a, a whatever kind of thing like that's, that. I've so. found that like, I don't get stumped in, in any other way than that anymore. It's always like, they'll ask a question and it's like, well, now we have to teach a whole another 45 right. minute class like, on what I, listen, that is. Hit me up after class. That's what I'm right. trying to tell people now is like, listen, that's a good question. I don't want to do that all. And that was the thing I wasn't doing before that I felt like I you thought You might about go later. down the wormhole. And uh, yeah, well, just it. because I didn't think that you needed to go all the way to the depths of knowledge on everything sometimes. And, yeah. you know, trying to give you all, I tried to give all the information in class. And that was too it's much. a little much. Too much sometimes. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. by the time I've talked for 30 minutes, you already forgot the first 10 of the lecture. Mm, yeah. A whole lot more to the point and a whole, yeah. Okay. I think I was talking to the... Becca and Seth about it. But like some people are like kinetic learners. Some people learn through being in motion and doing things. I, and stuff like I'm, that. Some, I'm one of those. Some people learn by seeing and, and like, boom, I remember it because I saw it one time, you know, kind of stuff like that. So trying to appeal to all different types of learners too, where you may need the lecture and your partner may be the kinetic guy. And so how can I find that blend in between those two for each person there? Um, it's really that's also been interesting because I 
some days everybody's like, oh man, that was really cool what you, you said when you talked for so long, <laughs> you know, but then I found myself getting tired of hearing myself. Or you're just like, wow, I've heard my voice going for a long time. What have I said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like I just started talking out of my ass almost at a certain point, but it's just that there's just so much information I just dumped and I'll look around and I'll see some people are just like, and it's like, okay, all right, go. <laughs> do the thing now just do yeah, it you can't yeah. think about it anymore yeah so it's cool and and you said it before too it's just like it's, and it's an interesting thing it's like as a school owner as a head coach by myself i'm, I'm like at a blue belt level of it you know it's yeah. like i went through some which bumps. makes sense on the timing and yeah that's what yeah. i mean it's like i went through some bumps where you know being the only one uh i don't know i don't want to say it was wrong but just played too heavy into one style but I can only be one style at a time. Like I was saying, it's kind of hard for me to wear two hats in the same day back to back where I'm telling so that's you. That's where eventually you'll probably need some diversity in your 100%. coaching. That's why, that's why that's why we're trying helps. to add yeah. guys in. Like, yeah. uh, well, we got people that are going to start teaching other classes at 530. Uh, those fundamentals a little bit. Some of the guys that are working with us, I'll start teaching more of those. And then that way I won't have to immediately be switching gears from back and forth right between back fundamentals to, yeah, exactly to in the same to, hour yeah. you know uh that gets a little hard sometimes especially when people are doing back-to-back -back classes where now if you do back-to-back -back classes you'll get two different stimuluses so the information so feels may, different yeah. two, right yeah. and i used to enjoy that a lot i used to enjoy going to different classes by different people in the same day because it, like you said it's just different information different viewpoint whereas if i went to the same class twice in a row i'd be like yeah, I already heard this today. I don't really want to hear it again. Even though I know how good the information is, I still don't want to hear it twice today. Kind yeah. of deal. Stuff like that. So trying to figure that out is where we are. The fine line between intermediate and beginner. Because nobody really advanced hardly. Yet. Yeah. Not really, really. Yeah. So our most advanced person is, is intermediate. That's been with us since, you know, only with us. We have advanced yeah. people that, that have come in, came in and, and yeah, come exactly. in and out and all that. Like, yeah. So, but those are like those that have been that, like you always talk about that have been just yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that yeah, I would yeah. say that's where your room is. Right. As so it, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny to see everybody independently going through things, good and bad, like not bad or whatever. Right, like, right, right. But, but the like, journey, the yeah. struggle, right? The yeah. ups and the downs of it, the injuries and the the different life things that happen. Work coming back now again. The pandemic shift. People are having to go back to work in the offices. They're having to do in-person meetings and go out of town uh, and, and travel for work and different stuff. And, and that was not the case prior to just a couple months ago, you know, and now yeah. it's becoming more common. So a lot of our people who had become fairly regular in certain ways, they can't be there now because they have another schedule that's they gotta mandatory they in gotta certain go ways. Exactly. Yeah. Or they want to see their kids now and they, yeah. <laughs> you know, they had yeah. been out of town for a little bit. And so it's just, you know, it makes sense. It's not as easy as it was in some ways for everybody, you know, and life changes people new relationships or you lose relationships or whatever, you know, things change. And so I think we saw a huge shift. I felt like I saw a huge shift in a lot of people during 2020 and then going into 2021. And then now I feel like there's a shift happening where people are going back to what they were before and not always in a bad way or in a good way or whatever but just like there's some people who's just like 
I quit my effing job. I live in a van. And this is what I'm going to do. I, you know what right, I mean? I'm not, right. I'm not doing that again. I'm not doing it again. I'm, I'm not, not going doing, back. I'm, I'm not yeah, doing yeah, it yeah, again. Yeah. And there's some people that just like can't be more excited to be going back to that kind of life and being back. There's into, a security that well, comes that, from that part saying. of life. It's, it's yeah. normal. Yeah. It's what we've yeah. been used to a lot. And so it's scary to be out there on your own and everything like that. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see that. It's to see where, where we're going with that too because now we're – we're trying to grow into this new space and the economy's not great. So we're, we're having to battle that too, as far as memberships and et cetera, et cetera, as far as that goes. And it, it's just, it's just learning a lot. You know, the whole thing's learning a lot as a coach and as a businessman, entrepreneur, whatever you would say there, I'm still learning a ton all the time. That's the biggest thing. I What's think. been your biggest lesson ever since like you've gone off into that realm of your world, like being the entrepreneur or businessman? Narrow your focus, man. Mm. Narrow your focus. I, I want to do everything, man, because I have, I have the ability to do it, and I know I can do it. I'm very capable of doing anything that I want to do. Well, and capability and ability are two different things. I'm capable, yeah. but I will stretch myself too thin. To and where now you don't have the ability. Now I won't do it because I've been stressed or because this person didn't come through and it was actually something that required another person's backup more than I could do myself, you know, and stuff like that, but... I know that things are possible, and so I'm ready to do everything. That's and I think that's just been that's just been who I am forever. It's like if if we can do it, let's just do it. Why do we wait? Why keep waiting for anything? Like just just do it. You know, whatever it is, if you can. And that's not how you can you can't really do it in business that way. You know what I mean? You gotta <laughs> yeah. No, there, there there's a flavor of that, but you've gotta. There's a, the, we keep coming back to that whole like planning thing, yeah. but yeah, it's not as fun as it looks. So, uh, we go all these places and do all of these things, man, but it's all propped up by a lot of hard work and long days that people don't see. And, well, it's like, have you ever seen any of the interviews recently that like, he's come back onto the scene, like talking about his business stuff is, uh, uh, Rob Derrick. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I've seen a little bit of that, huh? Bro, that dude, like, you look and watch his shows, and it's just, like, silly, ha, ha, ha. They're like, bro, that dude works. And they say, like, and I listen to a lot of different the podcasts in the skateboard world and whatnot, and they talk about the fact that they're like, no, like, that dude was doing that back before he was before making anything. Mm -hmm. Like, that dude was getting up at 530 and, like, starting his day and doing just his work. And doing, they, right. Yeah, and I've seen him talk about some of that kind of stuff. And, that, and like, he's a good example of, like, making it work. Yeah. Where you do the thing and it kind of works, and then you add something to it and it kind of works, and then you start advertising your own stuff through your own stuff and it works, and then your own stuff just becomes one big advertisement for your own stuff that's advertising for your own stuff. I mean, the Disney Channel basically has been that, doing that, that, But he, he's yeah. a person, yeah. though. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, as a personal entity that's that's a really cool thing to have seen and hear him talk about it you know because looking back you know we, i was young then i didn't really think about like the robin big stuff that much like we were really into it. it was really fun but seeing that i didn't know they were doing it that way like as a bit like i didn't understand business back then so that that is really cool you know and one of the things that that people don't think about a ton is like when you're doing this or anything like this or whatever i, I heard somebody else say this recently i can't remember where it was at and it really like resonated with me in a, in a big big way the stuff that i do and everybody sees the stuff that i do now and i don't know what everybody thinks in general right but we we have the tournaments and the seminars and 
Costa Rica and my new school and these beautiful kids and a beautiful wife and et cetera, et cetera, you know. But every time I choose which one of those things I'm going to point my energy at, I'm not giving it to the other parts of me that are important. Something else has fallen down. Every time I'm exceeding and, 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 and breaking down new, new territory or whatever in one way, I'm losing ground in something else every single time. And I was like, whoa, I've never heard it put that way, but that's what I felt a lot. And trying to, we call it balance or whatever that is, you know. And I think having that narrow focus to circle it all back has narrowing and that has helped me see those parts of me that I want to be more of, you know, and, and take away the things that aren't really serving those purposes as much. And and sometimes it's things that I would really want and sometimes it's things that I just like, I thought this is just something I was just having to do to make everything kind of go. And I, I convinced myself that I had to have it this way, but I really didn't have to have this this way or could have done this. So I just, and, and you know, change the, change the plan a little bit and try to make it a little bit easier on myself because I'm hard on myself all the time. So how, how do you do it all? And, and the, and the answer is that you, you, you can't, you can't, yeah, you really can't, man. Every time, every time you choose something, you're not choosing something, something else. Yeah. That well, and you have to, that if you've decided that beforehand, when you're in the right frame of mind and you know what, like you've, you've gone through your goals and you know what you want and you know what the end thing is, well, then that helps with the yes and no. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, does this serve the yes purpose? Does this serve the part well, that, that I want to say yes to? Is like, at first I didn't know. For a long time I didn't. This yeah, is my, you have to figure I, that out. I, I, I've yeah. never had any real opportunities. These last few years are the first time in my life that I've ever been able to feel like I could be successful. Because you put in that work that's taken the created. This is the 12 the years. 10, I'm coming yeah, on yeah. 12 years now, 13 decade. years of yeah. like hard work just like crazy relentless hard work to the point that overnight success nobody will ever ever understand how much i've done and what i would do and have will do whatever it is nobody will ever know that stuff mandy doesn't even understand all of it in my mind and in my heart the way that i've had to do it you know and and it's not for her well and nobody will that's what i'm saying it's not for them though that's the point it's yours and that's what i've had to tell myself though is like i get lost sometimes looking at what's going to make everybody else feel a certain way when I always got to remember that what makes everybody else feel a certain way is when I feel a certain way, then I can affect the change in people that, that they want and that they feel like they get most of the time for me. But when I feel like I'm not being me in the creative sense that I've gotten kind of accustomed to, or to be able to feel the way that I feel, I don't like it anymore. And it really turns me off in almost every other part of me. And I've noticed it bleed over into other parts. And so trying to knock that stuff out the stuff that's not the most important just let it go man and like i don't have to do what everybody else is doing somebody else can be more successful in some way of something that i tried they can get out there and do what i did and do it better and that's okay and i can clap for them and be happy i don't have to be jealous that somebody picked up the ball that i dropped and ran with it that's all fine because i'm doing my thing the way that i want to do it yeah that's the me happy and yeah, and that's what no one's gonna do it like you. So it doesn't period. matter what they period. do. Yeah. It does not matter. And I've noticed that with with things like people that I, I have mentorships with and things like that, coaches that coach me on jujitsu or on business things or, or or strategies and stuff like that. It's like I've tried to mimic them 
in a lot of ways, you know, but, but when you try to copy, it doesn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. So try to mimic it and, and make it my own like version of that. And then sometimes when I do that, I realize, man, this ain't me at all. Yeah. This ain't, this ain't my, this ain't my yeah. thing. And so I just don't want to do that anymore. I would rather do it another way or do something completely else like this. I enjoy this. I enjoy sitting down talking and having conversations and stuff like that. Uh, so that's why I continue to do it. This makes me zero dollars. Yeah. Zero dollars so far on this show have we made really. Uh, but it's cool. We have a good time. We learn a lot. It puts a lot of information out there that does circle back into the other things that we do. So and this, it creates opportunity me, this and is, moves. Yeah. I feel like this is important, even though it doesn't pay directly itself, because getting this out spreads the better message. Now, this is way more efficient than trying to do a seminar every Saturday somewhere. Right. Which is what I was trying to do. I was trying to hit every school that would possibly hit me up, anywhere that would hit me up. I wanted to go because I had jujitsu. I'll travel. I didn't know I was going to be able to be able to travel. And people would want to learn from me and different things like that. Well, now I've accepted that. Okay, dude, you you must be a pretty good coach. So chill out. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Like, because the, initially you're like, oh my god, people want to learn yeah, from I me. Can't Let me that. I, yeah. right. And so now it's like, all right, dude, you have your own place. It's big enough. Fill it up with people. Focus on home, all around my house, my actual house, my home, my actual gym, and everything else around that is going to blow back up because those are the things that make me feel whole. Which and is the reason that you started this gym was because you wanted this want, to be exactly, here, right? Want to let it? I've let other things take precedence because it's important, or because somebody else told me it was important, or because I just all over the place sometimes and choose wrong speaking you know? of what you went down to south georgia for i think i haven't gotten to watch oh, those yeah. matches see but that's they, it's they, all over yeah. the place and stuff and like uh yeah my friend jay edwards uh one of my one of my training partners and i guess a student of mine you could say from years ago uh decided he was to put on a uh, like a super fights kind of show right. down in nashville georgia uh south georgia submissions is what it was called uh i helped do a little bit of commentary on there uh, myself, Jimmy, and uh, Wade, and then Nate Case and our homie. He did the the product. He played Isaac. He was running the camera Yeti. Yeah. No, well, he wasn't the camera though. Uh, oh, Taylor. Taylor oh. ran the camera. Taylor Winley. Um, so shout out oh. to Taylor out there flexing some skills too. Uh, and it went good, man. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, a lot of different like skill levels from pretty new white belts up to some pretty high level purple belt guys were out there rolling around. And so I thought it was fun and. Man, it it really reminded me a lot of like the old school like MMA days, kinda. Mm -hmm. Because you you know everybody's just showing up, and like, I guess like a, a lot of my old homies were there that are older now and brown belts and teaching and different things like that. With their some of the nostalgia, yeah, kind of there, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. everybody's like matching up with you know, and it's like you do it accepting matches, and guys are like ducking each other or you know whatever stuff like that's happening, and so it's just like it's kind of cool, you know, in a way to, to, to have felt that. Whereas like a lot of tournaments are just like, yeah, we got this tournament. It's, it's 16 people showing up, blah, blah, blah. There's no like parody, but like you get these white belts out there rolling, dude, and just anything can happen. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah, it yeah. can be really good or it can be really bad. And we need to good. do new, another team duel soon with somebody. Uh, I know. Yeah. Where you at Kevin Cheryl? Yeah. They, we, Where you at? I know we talked to Cheryl. Kevin I know. grapples, but he don't grapple down in Perry. <laughs> sucker 
No, we had talked about that. He's he's coaching that I think at X three. Yeah, I think he's one got, of those. He's got a yeah. lot of newer people too, and I was so we, we've mentioned uh, doing something like that. If anybody else wants to come, bring it on. We got space. We'll find. I know Ironclad. The yeah, the, well, we owe Elkins. them a trip now. We owe so, them a trip. Yeah, so we, we got to come go up with, there. I got to get. I got to get a squad that's willing to go to Birmingham uh, and go, go down in the B. Invade. I'll fight the Elkins. I'll fight three of them if I got all to. three of them. I, I mean, I got to start with Marcus though. <laughs> Marcus keeps trying to finish the move on me that he did to me in the. It's thing. not a real move, I bro. Know. I told you, <laughs> but he gets it occasionally because, bro, that shoulder crunch is so horrible. It's so That's horrible. That's so funny. Good job, Marcus. You keep doing that. <laughs> now he's got guys in the gym though that, that that'll try to do it to me, and I'm like, yo, get out of here. Doing the Isaac. Only, is that only what they call one. It? <laughs> doing the. <laughs> Hit him with that Isaac. Oh yeah. No man, but yeah, that like I, we do need to do that, or somebody should do like a a quintet style tournament or something like that around Ooh. here for white and blue belts or something like that, yeah, blue and white belt more. combined or something like that. Maybe we should do that. Is anybody interested in that? I don't know. Like, y'all want to come? Y'all want to come do like a five person max weight eight hundred? How much? That's math. Pounds? That's a lot of math. Eight hundred and fifty pounds for five people. Yeah. Okay. Eight hundred fifty divided by five. You can be whatever you want. You just can't be over 850 times five. Blues and white belts. Nothing above blue belt. What's up? That'd be fun. Hit me up. Hit me up. Let's see what's up with that. We'll try to see what we can do with that. That sounds fun. Dude, there's nothing more fun than those tournaments, dog. Nothing more fun than those quintet-style tournaments. Yeah, those are, like those the are pretty epic on, where it's the, like, yeah, that's yeah. It. It's the like a King of the Hill on. type uh-huh. thing. Yeah. Survivor Series, like in, in pro wrestling days or whatever. Loser leaves the mat and he's out. Yeah. The winner stays on. Yeah. And you can run through the whole team if you want to. I've, I, I like watching those. I like watching, like I talked about the other day with the um, PGF, how we did the, the wrestle back with the, the doubles, the double yeah. eliminations. Mm-hmm. I really, really All the parody is sets. cool, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I love the parody of it all. And it's like certain people, and, and this is one of the things, I guess, to follow up sort of with our text conversation the other day about some of this stuff. is like there's a definitely an element of trying to figure out who's the very best. Right. But, but then there's also part of it that's like, Let's just go have some fun. Let's go play the game. And let people, yeah. you know, just, just see what happens with some of this stuff. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so, like, white belts are definitely not setting the world on fire as far as the most technical approach, but it can be super entertaining to watch them roll. Like, Because be, they're fighting with all their they're, heart. They're giving it yeah. their all, man, and they're trying their best, and they want it just as bad as anybody else does. So even though they're not the most crisp-looking, like, movers out there or whatever – it's, it's, it's action, you know, and they care, and they're going to get after it. Whereas if you get some high-level guys in there, they're going to just stink it up sometimes, stalling each other out because neither one of them wants to get caught or bested by somebody else. So I was just thinking about that. It's like Because over there at, at this, the South Georgia, I think I said the highest was like a uh, some purple belt matches. And so some of those white belt matches were just getting down, dog, just like no control. And it was so all bad. gas, was no so breaks, bad. all gas, yeah. all gas. Yeah. Yeah. And they did 10 minute rounds uh, and they followed the ADCC rules as far as like legal submissions, but it was no points. So it was 10. So minutes. they didn't do five and five. It, it was basically yeah. PGF style, 10 minutes and, and they called it a draw, but I was announcing it as a loss. Nice. Just cause I was mean. I like that. That's what they were saying. There's like, you can call it whatever you want. I was like, I know they said draw though. But it, but but, re- it but really, both of you lost. Yeah. You both, you both learned. You, you can see. No, 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 no. I like lost. Like that's <laughs> one of my favorite things that I've heard for, uh, about South Dakota Chris is how d- disappointed he looks when he calls a draw. 
he just has this like disgust look and walks away like he doesn't even want to talk to him that's I that, should. That's one of my favorite parts of of the the whole recent rule deal. sets that have come out have been the the fact of the draw of like no neither one of us win like we want we want submission like we want one of us to come out that way. I mean, it's all fun, right? That's what I'm saying. You can go no time limit, roll forever. That's not super entertainment value wise, but I would be okay with finding out who won that match. But I definitely don't want to sit down and watch two guys roll for an hour and a half or two hours straight. Yeah, give us the highlights on that. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's kind of tough, and like, and but the purist in me wants to see it, see who's the best at that. Like, that's what I mean. That's the different levels of presentation too. Like, Keelan and I have talked about it a bunch of different ways to like film different tournament styles and that type thing to see like what does it look like on the guy that can roll thirty rounds straight and you know not get submitted. Like that, that might be boring to Quintet. watch all thirty minutes. Quintet, yeah, quintet, quintet. It's going down. I don't know why. I just I'm on it now. <laughs> see what I'm saying? I gotta stop though. We'll see. We'll see. Tentatively, if if teams hit me up with their 850 pounds worth of people, we'll run it. No entry fee. That's winner a lot of beef. Winner doesn't get anything but the pride. So I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah. I just thought up my marketing plan for that one. Okay. Where's the beef? You can't bring all of it. Are you too young? Or no, you where's the beef? Yeah. You can't bring all the beef though, because if you have too much, you're gonna have Is that Arby's or Wendy's? Those are the beef people. No, it was no, where's the beef? Like that that's like Wendy's. I thought it was like the cattle. No, that's beef. It that's what's for dinner. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> the the old lady that's like, Where's the beef? Mm. That's a Wendy's commercial. It might be. It's like from the 80s. Where's the beef lady? That's funny. <laughs> She's a person. Yeah, it's a thing. I know it is. It certainly is a big one. 1984. Big, fluffy, fun. Big, fluffy, fun. It's a very big, fluffy, fun. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? See? <sighs> oh, shut up. I'm a, I'm blow, I'm a plethora of, like, useless, useless information. information. That was before you even born. Why are you into I, it? Bro, I don't know. Miss Amy, get your son. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered the internet young, library cards, all that type stuff. I just oh, found so you, stuff. So you're blaming her. Probably. <laughs> no, man. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Jay, uh, our guy Jay went out there and had a really good performance, finished the triangle. Lots of other really good matches and stuff. Uh, so they'll be doing another one of those in the next few months. So that'd be cool to see. Probably get some people to go down there and jump into that one. Uh, as of right now, some support. Uh, is there anything else coming up? What is there? As mm. of right now, there's a PGF the 28th in Chattanooga. June 25th, Gabe Tuttle and Sloan yeah, Kramer are coming to Perry. It is $75 for team members, 100 for non-members. They're going to do two sessions in one day, like a 10 a.m. and then with a little bit of a break, and then like a 1 p.m. or something like that, or 2 p.m. or whatever it bounces out the best to be to give everybody a little lunch break and then come back uh, really really excited to have them coming out two of my best buds <clears throat> from back in the san diego days is so, that gracie ready for baptism 2.0 he got no choice he's got no choice he's trying to get ready for he's working his knees over toes stuff like that so so i think he's getting ready looks like you better be watching uh, them foot sweeps oof 
I taught Gabe everything he knows about foot swoops. <laughs> I did. I used to do that to him. Like he shows all his videos. I hope you're watching Gabe. You better be glad they. My favorite one so far was the kid. Oh, the two kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome, dude. Foot sweeps are the best. It's just the most. They're disres- so funny. It's yeah. the most disrespectful way to take somebody down possible. Because it's so effortless. It's just. Yeah. So, and then there's other things that may be coming up. Uh, some negotiations and stuff that may happen, may not happen. Wild stuffs. Uh, oh man, I don't that know. was a teaser. <laughs> that was that was a so professional we'll teaser. But uh, yeah, exciting exciting things going on. Uh, so yeah, so stay tuned, everybody. Thanks for watching. If you've watched this long today, that means you tuned in at a weird time and paid attention at a weird time. So we we love you because we. I don't know. I wouldn't do it if y'all weren't watching, to be honest with you. Go check out the link. Oh, yeah, there's a link that says you can click on it. And if you click on that, it'll take you to where does it go to? It goes to the it's I that, Dream the link Yeti. tree. Okay, link click tree. on there. You can get access to the Jedi archive. The only reason you want that really is so you can get access to the El Jefe stash. Okay, it's very special stuff in there. It's got all the best jujitsu stuff that I teach my students. It's like, real classes that I show so it's not it's not just some kind of whatever junk it's the real thing that I show all the time so you can get in there and you can get that I think the first month's a buck for a Jedi dollar after that the subscription rates go up a little bit I'm not 100% sure what it is there. 29 a month 29 a month okay but with that you get my stuff you get Brandon McCatherine stuff there's some stuff by Matt Elk is going Phil up all Schwartz. day uh, Phil Schwartz is on there now so there's there's a several of us that are trying to throw this thing together here and, and make like a big power team move uh, so, so if you want to get in there and you can support me and Isaac by going through there, that is a way that we can actually get paid. If you want to go on there, if you click through our link, Isaac and I both do get paid off of that. So we would really, really appreciate it if anybody does that. I don't really hit up you guys and ask y'all to buy a bunch of stuff or whatever, but honestly, man, we've been working really, really hard on this stuff for, for a couple of years now. And now we're trying to make a push to finally monetize ourselves in some kind of way besides the gym so so if you enjoy this stuff and if you'd like seeing us and, and seeing us doing this stuff we would really really appreciate it if you would go click that link and uh show support by by subscribing to the archive and you'll you'll get a lot of value out of that in and of itself for sure and that's uh, where your instructionals are going to go to like yeah that, and like yeah. My, my other instructionals i've been working on closed garden instructional for gosh for a few months now yeah, at this like point, three or about whatever. three months really just trying to like polish and fine-tune everything and like asking people questions in the communities and seeing where they're having trouble and what what are the main like parts of it that people are missing up so so i'm excited to do that uh it'll be released out mm, soonish I'm, I'm crazy so i'm just gonna have to like close my eyes and let isaac just put it out there probably because uh, nothing's ever going to be good enough for me to do stuff that's one of my like flaws i guess but either way would really appreciate anybody that could subscribe to the Jedi Archive. It, like I said, it, that directly helps Isaac and I. Every month when you subscribe to that, we will directly get paid from that. So we would really, really appreciate that. Uh, otherwise, thank you to Parkway Automotive Studios for hooking us up, letting us stay in here, stay in business. My guy Brandon, killing the game. Um, the Daily Triangle. Man, you guys got to go over there and check out my guy, The Daily Triangle. He's updating, like... All the seminars across the country, all the tournaments across Bro, the country. he's in Australia, I was about Canada. To say, he, uh, he's yeah. going international. I was talking to him the other night, man. He's like, I'm having a little trouble with these formats from these other countries and stuff. I was like, dude, you're going deep. Oh, my God. And he's, I was like, somebody's got to do it, man. So props to you, you know. So everybody, if you want to go over there, it's like the daily 
kind of like the daily stack would be, but it's the daily triangle. That's that's not Isaac's site. It's but not me. He's yeah. a homie, uh, and he's a supporter of the show. Uh, so everybody go check that out. It has all the seminars and tournaments that he can possibly find. So if you have a seminar or a tournament that you're hosting, also go hit him up. He'll be happy to share all the information about that kind of stuff. That's literally all the guy wants to do is help blow up the sport. So go hit him up, the Daily Triangle. All right. Anything for you? Uh, nope. Much love. Two fingers. <laughs>